Hello and welcome to Lit with Meredith. I am your host, Meredith, and today I am joined by Lena to discuss The Widower's Wife. Welcome, Lena. Hi, thank you for having me. So, Lena, can you tell me what made you choose this book? Um, my sister actually made me pick this book. Um, okay. Because my sister is like a really big reader and she knows that I like mystery and like sci-fi and like crime books. Mm-hmm. Um, so she thought this would be good for me. Did it live up to your expectations? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, can you give me a, a brief uh, 30 seconds to a minute description about what this book is about? Um, I can try. There's like so much that happens in this book. So it's about this family. Um, and they're like pretty rich. They live in a really nice house and like a really nice community with a good schooling system. Um, <laughs> and then the husband, Tom, loses his job and becomes unemployable. Um, mm. They lose a bunch of money. And so then Anna, the wife, has to go to work and she works as an assistant, which doesn't pay that much money. Um, Definitely not enough to like keep the same lifestyle that they've been living. Um, And they also have a daughter. Her name is Sophia. And so they need to pay for her like school. She's super young. I think she's like three, two or three. Yeah, she starts two and then she becomes three. Um, And so they need to like support her. But then Anna loses her job because her rich boss sexually assaults her. Yeah, oh. she's a really bad person. Um, and then she's kind of forced to keep quiet because he like threatens her and is like, you're never gonna win a lawsuit against me because I have enough money for a lawyer and like you don't. So, yeah, Jeez. at this point the parents like don't know what to do. Um, so they decide to take do like life insurance on their lives Um, and then Tom the husband comes up with this like plan of how he's gonna fake die but then that doesn't work because his parents had like some sort of mental illness so then Anna has to fake her death Um, and so they plan to go on this like big cruise and everything and then she plans to jump off of the boat um, which is like seven Mm. miles from an island and then swim to the island and like set up a whole life there and wait till everything calms down and then Tom and Sophia would go join her but it doesn't work (laughs) shocking doesn't go as planned um and so there's an investigator because life insurance they were going to get like five million dollars for life um so the Mm. investigator Ryan has to kind of see if the case was an accident or a murder or a suicide kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, a lot happens. Because <laughs> generally the, the, the context of a, a life insurance policy is you only get it under certain circumstances. Like you don't get it if it's a suicide yeah. or... Because the insurance company um, doesn't want to pay $5,000. Right, exactly. So. And of course, it's always very suspicious if somebody has a very high life insurance policy. Yeah, exactly. And they took it out like... I think maybe a couple of months before Anna died. Oh yeah. Nothing yeah. suspicious about yeah. that. <laughs> what did you identify as some of the major themes in the book? Um, some of the major themes were money was a big one. Um, 
kind of family because Anna and Tom's relationship is a little bit complicated. Um, mm-hmm. But family is one of them. And then desperation is like a big one because they, they're they like mm. very desperate to get money. And like, yeah. So I think that's one of the main themes. Yeah. Um, what did you think of like the structure and the style of the writing? Um, often with like these you know, thriller type books, they need to have a certain pacing to them to keep the reader interested. Um, yeah, I think this book did a really good job of that because mm-hmm. um, I think every chapter, the perspective switched. So it was mm. one chapter was um, told through the eyes of Anna and then the next chapter was told through the investigator Ryan's eyes um, and they were yeah. kind of at different time points. So Anna was, was like preparing and like for this big accident and like her life before that and then ryan was like after and like okay. we were kind of getting both sides of the story and like knew what anna didn't know but also knew what ryan didn't know so it was really interesting oh. and that that definitely creates like this this interesting dichotomy of like kind of uh different narrators and um their overall reliability because yeah. um, you're getting different perspectives and you don't know. They often say there's his side, her side, and then there's the truth. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have moments where you're like, I don't necessarily believe what this person is saying or. Yeah. I think like most of the book, I was like, Hmm, this seems like a little off or like, but this can't mm. be true because Anna said this was like that, like, you know, that kind of stuff. So Right. It's hard to investigator. (laughs) Yeah, hard to know who to trust. Um, What surprised you most while you were reading? Um, um, I think the like the way the author switched the um, chapters. I think that was like the most surprising thing for me Mm -hmm. to like see that I could also like I was the third chapter, kind of like being my own investigator in the book. yeah that surprised me how do you think you did as an investigator not did too you... great <laughs> <laughs> the ending came as a big surprise yeah then? like a little bit um there's just like a lot of things that happened but yeah yeah without like giving away too much yeah. um were there particular quotes that um that struck you or stood out to you um not really like quotes and like specifically just like Mm -hmm. the stories that like Anna told about her life okay so like were there scenes that you kind of were really intrigued by more than others yeah definitely there was like this one scene where Anna was having dinner with her husband Tom and they went to this Mm -hmm. fight and like Tom was really sad and depressed and he's like okay like I'm gonna go pretend to like die so I can get money but this was before the whole like money like the whole life insurance thing happened um so I yeah that was that scene was really interesting and it was interesting how they were having so many issues but like on the outside no one ever like realized that their issues were like so big they seem to have a very dysfunctional relationship yeah. <laughs> and and maybe that's just like uh, me listening to what you're saying and being like, uh, these two seem like there might be something wrong with them. 
Yeah, they definitely have. I don't know why, but Tom wants to like keep his life. I mean, I guess it makes sense. He like wants to keep his life the same, like still live in his like big house. But it's interesting because mm-hmm. like always when people like you talk to other people, he always like presented himself as like this rich like man, even though everyone knew he'd gotten fired. But like he still wanted to like pretend that he was like rich and had like the perfect everything. So yeah, he's definitely an interesting character. Have you read any books that are similar to this? Um, I haven't read a book that was similar to this, um, but I, like, watched a movie a couple of years ago. Well, kind of watched. It was, like, really hard to watch. Gone Girl. A lot of people just oh, yeah. like, a similar genre to, or, like, type of book to Gone Girl. It's interesting. Um, I just filmed um, Sage's episode yesterday, and she read Gone Girl. Um, and so I was getting some very similar vibes when you were describing this book. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people um, describe it. It was very similar. With the whole like faking your death type thing. Um, yeah. I can understand how there might be some similarities there. Yeah. Um, so I want to touch on some of the characters because they seem, well, for lack of a better word, interesting um, what do you think are some of like the motivating actions? What what is motivating the characters in this book? You talked about uh, money and desperation. Is there is there more to it than that? Um, well, I think for Tom that pretty much co- covers it. But I think for the for Anna, it's like a lot more um, because Anna's also really invested in her family, especially her parents who live in South America, um, mm-hmm. and they're not very rich. And so Anna kept sending them money, but then like Coyote, oh my God, I can't say Coyote, like came and like expected Anna's parents to pay them money because like Anna Mm -hmm. was rich like in America. Um, And so Anna felt like she had to keep sending her parents money, even though she like could barely afford like like necessities for herself. Um, And she's also very driven by her daughter, Sophia, like she puts Sophia as the beneficiary to her life insurance and then her second beneficiaries. Um, So family is a big one, big motivator for Anna. How about um, the investigator? What kind of character is he and how does he kind of factor into the overall book? Um, His like emotions... They, like, change a lot throughout the book. At the beginning, he was, like, when he was started investigating, he was, like, oh, yeah, like, they're definitely just trying to get money. But then as, like, the story went on, he kind of, like, started feeling more for, like, he started feeling worse for, like, Sophia, the daughter, and Tom. Mm. Um, and he also kind of, since it's such, like, a sketchy situation, he also kind of yeah. gets sucked into it. And... Mm his like life is also kind of at risk um but I, he's just like I don't really know what he's motivated by it's like hard to say because he got fired from or he got shot in the leg and so he could no longer work at the FBI so now he's like a private investigator for like the firm of life insurance um kind yeah. of hard to know what he's motivated by um he seems like a guy who is in search of maybe the truth 
and uh, you don't have a lot of truthful characters in this book. And so maybe he's, does he function as kind of like um, an opposing character to them? Um, like, kind of. I don't know. His relationship with, like, Tom as he investigates Tom, like, sometimes it's really cold, but sometimes it's, like, understanding. So I guess he does want the truth. Like, I guess he gets motivated by the truth. Yeah. Were there any moments where you disagreed with the choices of the characters? I mean, I feel like, yeah. Besides, like, (laughs) faking their own deaths? Yeah, but I've also, like, I don't have, like, my own, like, daughter, so I don't know what I would do for, like, if I had a child, like, I don't know what I'd do to support them. So, like, right now I'm saying, like, I would never do that, but, like, I probably wouldn't anyways, but, like, it's just hard because I've, like, never been in their situation, so I don't know, but, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it, it's it's totally true. It's like um, desperate situations make people do desperate things. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for us to kind of like objectively say, oh, yeah, I would never I would never do that. Yeah. When if we were in that situation, who knows what we might be doing? Yeah. And maybe like not exactly like fake dying. But right. Probably <laughs> something like maybe something just as bad. So it's hard to judge. Yeah. I mean, that situation. Exactly. And these are fictional characters and the, the lengths that they go to uh, are hopefully different from realistic yeah. characters. But <laughs> hey, I, I still re- read stories about people faking their deaths in real life, you know, different circumstances, but you know. Yeah. It like... Um, in, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Um, I was going to ask uh, about the ending without giving too much away. Um, do you think it made sense in the context of the whole story, the ending, or do you, was it appropriate for the book? I think it was appropriate for the book um, because the book was kind of like, I don't want to say all over the place because it was organized, mm. but it was also like, since there was just so like so much mystery to it, you like never knew how it was like where it was going to go. I think um, the ending was pretty good. Good. Mysterious. And Ryan also becomes more involved, which is exciting. Interesting. Um, Is this a book that you would recommend to a friend? And if so, who? Um, Yeah, I think I would recommend it to a friend. Um, Just because it's like, I don't know, it's like a, it's not like a fun read, but it's like a, it's a good read when you're like traveling somewhere because um, it's like super interesting. Um, so I guess like I'd recommend it to any of my friends who like crime fiction. Okay. And a nice beach read. Yeah. Like, nice and relaxing. We okay. read it by the pool. So yeah. <laughs> good. Not too like intellectually stimulating, but you know, interesting enough to keep you yeah. reading. Yeah. Um, Lena, on to you as a reader. Do you have a favorite book of all time? Um, I like love Harry Potter. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Just because it was also like my first chapter book that, or like yeah. multi-chapter book that I'd ever um, read. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's also just such a such a good book. The movie. It's like too. 
it's a great series and there is nothing wrong with it being you know your favorite yeah but there's like not one author that I like always read so I like I don't know I don't really pay attention to authors <laughs> yeah I mean it's good to have some variety yeah. um how would you describe your relationship with reading in three words mm-hmm. like distance and complicated I don't know I don't read that much that's okay <laughs> The, the consensus I've seemed to be getting from that question is that uh, reading for pleasure doesn't seem to be many people's uh, first choice. Yeah, it takes it just takes me a very long time to read, and it's really funny because yeah. I always joke with my sister because my sister can read like a five hundred page book in like a day or two. Like she sits down and yeah. she just like breathes it in, and so I always joke that she like stole all the good reading genes from me. It was not enough <laughs> for me, so. That's not very nice of her. Yeah, I know. To have stolen all of those. Yeah. All right. Well, Elena, thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Awesome. Thank you. You too. Thank you.